Brought to you by Business Fights Poverty. Hello and welcome to Business Fights Poverty Spotlight Interviews. I am Katie Heisen, Director of Thought Leadership. Each week, these interviews provide you with the insights from a different perspective of Business Fight Poverty Network, giving you first-hand understanding of how businesses and others are working on some of the world's biggest social challenges. Today, I am talking with Dr. Nikki Black. Nikki is a director at the International Council on Mining and Metals, ICMM. I'll leave Nikki to share more on the council in a moment. Prior to joining ICMM, Nikki was group head of social performance at De Beers, the diamond company. She serves on a number of boards and advisory panels, including the Institute for Human Rights and Business, an international think tank. In addition to a PhD in strategic management, she holds degrees from the universities of McGill and Oxford. So Nikki, welcome. Thank you, Katie. Great to be here. Great to have you. My first question today, for those who are listening to this conversation, who may not know, could you share a little bit more about ICMM and your role there? Certainly. So the International Council on Mining and Metals is an international organisation that's dedicated to a safe, fair and sustainable mining and metals industry. We bring together 27 mining and metals companies and over 35 regional and commodity associations to work collaboratively to strengthen the environmental and social performance of the sector. Now, our members collectively operate over 650 assets in more than 50 countries, which is why ICMM is such an exciting place to work. It's a leadership organization that aims to serve as a catalyst change, enhancing mining's contribution to society. And in my role as the Director for Social and Economic Development, At ICMM, I lead our work to support members in strengthening their approach to human rights, community engagement, and to socioeconomic benefit. What does that mean? Well, it it means on an average day, my team and I might be hosting a knowledge sharing session with members and external stakeholders on topics like the protection of human rights defenders. We could be working with our partners in global organizations like the World Bank or the International Labour Organization or large uh, NGOs. We could be planning a member workshop to help develop a consistent approach to things like reporting socioeconomic benefit contribution. Or we could be, as I am at the moment, preparing papers for the Council of CEOs. Now, this is the leadership body. The CEOs of the organisation who are members meet twice a year in person. So 27 CEOs of some of the largest organisations around the world to debate and align on topics as wide as new tax reporting standards, the transparency of contracts, or the social performance of the sector. So as our members represent around a third of the global large-scale mining sector, their collaboration through ICMM can drive real impact. Wow, that's a lot of CEOs around a table. A lot of CEOs. (laughs) I'm not sure what the collective is for CEOs. (laughs) We'll have to make one up. This podcast, I mean, as per the title, it's all about how business fights poverty, which is arguably shorthand for how business tackles social issues. What does this mean to the mining sector? Well, the mining sector can be, and our research has suggested, has been one of the most effective engines for for driving poverty reduction around the world. We recently undertook some research 
on mining and social progress, and it indicated that life for people in mining-dependent countries, both at a national level but also at a subnational level, has improved over the last 25 years, and that people in these countries or within those regions within countries, they're generally healthier, wealthier, and have better education. But there's obviously much more that can be done, and mining certainly hasn't got it right everywhere all the time. And there is room for improvement, and that's the role of organisations like ICMM. Now, Nikki, we're recording this podcast midway through 2020 with COVID-19 still raging around us. How has this global pandemic affected the mining sector? COVID-19 has caused significant disruption to the mining sector and the communities in which we operate in the same ways it has across the globe. Like everyone, mining's had to adapt and learn how to do things differently in new ways in order to protect the lives and health and safety of workers and also local communities and to provide assistance to support livelihoods for those most in need while maintaining their own business and ensuring business continuity. What we've seen at, at ICMM is we've, we've convened members over the last six months in countless calls uh, and video conferences now to share emerging challenges and early lessons in their response to the COVID-19 pandemic. And what we heard in countless calls was the underlying questions around how can we improve our immediate response? What comes next? And how can we get ready? Very much the same questions that, that all of us are asking ourselves, whether it's for us individually as, as, or as families or as societies, or certainly as, as the businesses and organisations that, that we operate in and lead. So Nikki, I know that you guys are building on this work that you've been doing around COVID-19 by releasing a, a new framework, the Building Forward Better framework. What's really motivating this? Well, Katie, what we're trying to do in the framework is really capture those lessons that we've learned from member knowledge shares and help to answer the questions that members and and really all of us are asking around what more could we do now, around what comes next. What we've looked to do as well is to link those actions that that the mining sector is taking now in the immediate humanitarian response to longer-term sustainable development outcomes and aspirations. How can we think about what we do now so that we're not undermining capacity or capability, but we're building it so that in the longer term, there's greater resilience and we can deliver a a better future. We started looking for for resources to help us frame our thinking around that challenge, the immediate response and and connecting it to the longer term outcomes we're looking for. And, And we found the tools and resources that were developed by Business Fights Poverty, along with Harvard Kennedy's. School for Corporate Responsibility Initiative, we really found that those resources fit the bill. So we were delighted to partner with them and with the Partnering Initiative to take an original framework and then really tailor it for the mining industry. But also we think hopefully making it more alive and relevant for a broader range of of sectors and organisations as well. We, we hope that it's going to be useful for mining companies in reviewing their current COVID-19 response and thinking about the, the role that comes next, but as well for, for all businesses really to, to, to run a role over what they're doing and hopefully be inspired about what more they could do. What's come through finally is, is just um, how important collaboration has been 
in the response and in will be in the effort moving forwards. And there are some really practical tools in the guidance around, in the framework around how to collaborate, as well as some, some examples and case studies that bring that to light. And um, I'm not discouraging anybody for going to look at the full framework. I will put the link into the words that sit alongside this podcast. But Nikki, could you give us a sort of bit of a sneak peek? I mean, what would the research find and, and recommend? We've identified within the framework more than 90 actions that are illustrated with over 60 examples from the mining sector. Now, it includes high level guidance on how to prioritise and collaborate within and across sectors, and it links to 20 further practical resources. So what we hope with this tool, this framework, is that it will both inspire and catalyze action in the response and recovery phases, but also in building long-term resilience in not only mining communities, but, but communities worldwide through business action. And for those people who are listening to this podcast, I mean, what would be your call to action or your ask of them? Well, read the framework, have a look what it could offer for you, whether you are thinking about how you could change your core business to support lives. So an example being Anglo-Americans We Care Programme. They implemented a health awareness programme to protect the health and well-being of their employees, around 90,000 of them, during the COVID-19 pandemic. It'd be supporting reskilling or upskilling like Rio Tinto's support for uh, apprenticeships across various industries to support the transition to automation. It could be a longer term focus on thinking about how we can protect the resilience and, and well-being of the, the organizations many of our businesses work with. So local community organizations or, or local businesses, what can we be doing to support their, their ongoing financial integrity? and allow them to continue to, to operate through this fraught and disruptive time. So I'd, I'd say um, dip in, read it, see what it can offer you, and share it, share it widely so that we can all build forward better from this, this terrible crisis. My last question for you today. The UN are calling for us all to work towards the future that we want. And I want to ask you this question. What is the future that you want, Nikki? So from ICMM's point of view, our, our vision is that mining and metals is a respected industry trusted to operate responsibly and contribute to sustainable development. And why is that important for all of us? Well, because minerals and metals are essential for modern living. They enable farming, healthcare, communications, water and energy supply. No matter where you are in the world, metals and minerals are part of our everyday life. And certain metals and minerals like lithium or copper are critical to the transition to a low-carbon economy. Now, that's going to take mining into new terrains and communities. And there's a real opportunity, if it's done responsibly, for mining to help catalyze positive development outcomes. Those outcomes I've, I mentioned we've, we've seen in the research we've conducted, you know, better health, better education, better employment and education outcomes through the, the action of, of mining, working obviously in collaboration with others at multiple levels. So with mining over what's always a limited life at the mine, if done responsibly, it can help build more resilient communities better able to understand, to withstand chronic stresses and acute shocks. And I think for all of us, this fraught six months has made us reflect on, on what's important for us 
and the world that we want to see both now and into the future. And the future that I want is one in which we are uh, we can pull through the the empathy and the the connectedness that has been you know really surfaced and, and is really inspiring through through COVID nineteen to help us all make the really tough calls and have those challenging conversations about how we build forward better to a, a more resilient, greener, more just world. Well, Nikki Black, thank you very much for sharing your insights and your wisdom, but also such a deep dive into that particular framework. For everybody else listening, I will, as I said earlier, put the link into the words that sit alongside this podcast. Nikki, thank you. Thank you, Katie. And if you like what you've heard today, please do rate and subscribe to us. I would also love to hear your feedback. So please do drop me a line at any time. I'm Katie at businessfightspoverty.org. Many thanks. Brought to you by Business Fights Poverty.